Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Saints have to have it. Fourth down. Breeze. Pressure again. He's down again. The sixth sack of the day for the Atlanta Falcons. They've almost matched their season total. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. I don't know. Do you know where you're? Do you know where anything is in the NFL, Max? No, I do know where my money is. Uh, it is at the sports book because I didn't collect on anything this week, and, and they decided to uh, just keep that money. I thought they'd be nice and say, you know, you had such a shitty week betting. We'll give you your money back. Apparently, that's not how sports betting works. You give them money. They keep it if you lose. And they kept a lot of my money yesterday. They also keep the Baccarat money you lose too, right, Panther? Yeah, so about that. <laughs> we can go on about that. Uh, but, hey, I, I somewhat invested in Max's money a little bit. I'm slightly on the plus. If I didn't buy into the uh, Packers or fraud bullshit that comes out of somewhere, uh, I, I would have been on the other side of that game. But I feel like I only made a couple mistakes yesterday, even with some of the losses. Like, I'm not coming off the Chiefs. I'm not coming off the Saints. But um, those are what they were. But I, I kind of thought yesterday went as I expected it to. You're probably, you might be the only person on earth who's saying that today. I, I'm, I'm baffled by how yesterday went. Well, we'll get, I, I, I reckon we will get your, uh, your takes on the games here. We will. Oh, we that's will. right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. Uh, because everyone predicted the Saints would lose at home. Everyone saw that coming. Not just lose. Lose badly. Uh, I, I, just like everyone predicted the Dolphins would win again. Everyone saw that coming. Flores is fucking winning with, with, with duct tape. <laughs> Tin cans. He's Coach figuring it away. Coach, Coach of the, of the year. year. Flores right there. Mika Fitzpatrick, he used to be a Dolphin. Now he's a Steeler. 
He doomed the Rams yesterday. Lamar Jackson, MVP? Yeah. He's the new flavor of the month. It was Kirk. Remember, Kirk was like, oh, Kirk's got it all figured out. He's ready to go. Now it's... Then Wilson? Yep. Oh, right, right, yeah. Russell, yeah. Russell for a while. Russell's still in the conversation there, I think. But we'll see how that goes tonight. Uh, the Jets won the battle for New Jersey. I guess that home field really did matter there. <laughs> uh, maybe I do need to tone back my Green Bay fraud comments. They got a win yesterday. That said, they barely held on to that one for all of us that were watching that ending of that game. They had a chance where they could have blown it, but they held on. Bucks and Cardinals, they put up some points. Uh, Bruce Arians got the better of his former team. Another thing we saw coming, Mitch Trubisky had three touchdowns. Oh, yeah. We all, we all knew that was coming. All knew that was going to happen. Also looks like uh, Baker Mayfield can get a new mustache, at least for a week. Then to close this out, I held a Twitter poll yesterday. I asked our followers on Twitter what the biggest surprise was. Uh, 73% said the Falcons beating the Saints. So that, that was overwhelming. Uh, that, that's what the voters. Uh, 18% were on the Dolphins beating the Colts, so that came in second. Uh, no one, 0% were surprised that the Titans beat the Chiefs. They always do. No one was surprised by that. And Rez and a few other people were surprised that the Steelers beat the Rams. Those are my 10 points for week 10. Mm-hmm. I've run down them pretty quick. You know, we, we got a very late um, info on that Lions-Bears game. Bears were already favored, and then when we found out Stafford was definitely out, that kind of triggered a line. We we jumped on the Lions, so that ended up being a push for us. But Yeah, we got the seven on that one. Man, I wish we should have jumped on it even faster and got those like seven and a halves and eights that were floating out there. But, uh, yeah, that one uh, – yeah, you're absolutely correct, Max. Lamar Jackson is the real deal. Um, you, the Bengals are a shit show. Um, and, and now they've, they've got questions. A.J. Green wants to come back, wants to be traded, wants something done. Supposed to be reviewing him this week. So that will be interesting to see what they do. What do you do when you're 0-8, 0-9, whatever they are? Uh, interesting. Browns, Bills, Vegas told us to take the Browns. We jumped on it. Got that one. Titans, Chiefs. Yeah, well, push. <laughs> Two pushes. God damn it. We were on the right side of it, I guess, but it still ended up being a push. Titans, Chiefs, look, first off, this is the first time since week one when we thought the Titans were good that they put up this many points. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, throwing motions aside, was fucking gold last night. 400 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Not going to put that one on him. Falcons, Saints. I think, you know, Arch and I kind of talked about this a little bit on the on Discord. The Chiefs kind of take Mahomes for granted, and I'm wondering if the Saints don't do the same with Drew Brees. Like, hey, Drew Brees will save us. Hey, Mahomes will save us. Like, they play better when the backups are in as a team, but when the star is in, eh, a little few question marks. Maybe something to look into. Jets, Giants, oh, who gives a crying shit? <laughs> Bucks cards went almost exactly how I thought it would. High scoring. Cardinals are in every game. Kept it within where they needed to. Uh, you know that Dolphins Colts. When we found out Jacoby Brissett was in, I knew the Colts would be in trouble. We haven't really talked about this much, but the Colts have a kicker problem. I mean, Vinatieri 
is going to go in the Hall of Fame unless he keeps kicking this year, and he might put that shit in jeopardy. Like, this dude can't even make an extra point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I liked the Dolphins plus the 10. I didn't think they would actually win. Uh, Packers, yeah, probably need to get off that fraud stuff there, Maximus. I did love the Steelers last night. That was one of the money line picks that I kind of suggested, and the Vikings as well. Don't even know why Vegas liked the Cowboys with a minus line. Cowboys are in trouble. Rams are in trouble because uh, Rams are not looking very good. They're only beating bad teams. So those are my takes from week 10. Do we take the Rams problems? Max pointed out on, on the Patreon show yesterday that the Rams problems, a lot of it stem from the offensive line. Hey, Max, are we still circling that? Yeah, I think so. I think that was demonstrated last night too. I think uh, it's easy to throw golf under the bus, but you got to remember – Last year when Goff had success, he had time to throw the ball. He is, he's not this creative guy. He is a robot that is being manipulated by a man on the sidelines named Sean McVay. And if the robot doesn't have a chance to do the motions that he's doing, then it's it's going to you know impact them. So I do think the the Rams have offensive line issues. I think it's catching up with them. Uh, Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick, as I mentioned, played sensational yesterday. He's been such a game changer to that entire Steelers defense because what it's allowed them to do is put more pressure on quarterbacks because you have this this you know secondary shored up a bit. Uh and, and Fitzpatrick is is this game changer. He can make big plays and he did yesterday. He, you know, gets big hits, gets fumbles, gets interceptions. Uh it just changes the dynamic of that Steelers defense where they can put on some blitzes, put a you know uh focus in on on the uh the 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 rush defense a little bit more. Uh, so I do think it, it, the Rams played into some of the Steelers' strengths yesterday, uh, and the Steelers exploited the Rams' uh, you know issues on the offensive line. You don't even have to watch that game. Just look at the stats to to know that the offensive line is a problem. You know, Goff only uh, completed 50% of his passes. Uh, he was picked off twice. He was mm. sacked four times he was hit nine other times um you know that you don't have to be a great defense to disrupt what that offense is doing and it doesn't help that he's missing you know a couple receivers and you know, Gurley hasn't been right all season so the Rams you know aren't healthy offensive line isn't good defense hasn't been great um they've got a lot of issues I don't know if I see the playoffs in in uh, 2019's future well, it's interesting, too, because if you rewind to our, our preseason show when we were talking about this, I thought the Rams were going to have an off year. I, I, you called you know, it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I thought, and we'll get into it because we, we're going to talk about the two teams tonight. I thought Seattle was going to end up winning the West. Um, still an outside chance for Seattle to do it, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I thought, I thought the Rams were going to have an off year. I just think they were playing uh, way high uh, last year. The girly stuff was, was a big question mark. Regression from golf was a question mark. Um paying uh, certain players a lot of money. I mean, and then I, I, I joked in Discord yesterday, too. Uh, they traded away Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters looks sensational for the fucking Ravens right now. God damn, he's unbelievable. So me and Arch could both have something to bitch about because Marcus Peters on our respective teams looked like a fucking pile of dog shit. And now he's, he's fucking defensive player of the year over there in Baltimore. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Rams do have issues. They're, they're still in the playoff hunt, but uh, – Way behind, uh, you, you know, Minnesota's got an inside track. Uh, the, the Seahawks, who we talked about, they've got an inside track right now. Uh, I think the Cowboys are in big trouble, though. They needed that win yesterday. I knew that they were going to lay a fucking egg on, on Sunday night. I, I didn't know 
that was going to be that big of an egg. Uh, but the Eagles have, other than the Patriots, the Eagles have a pretty cakewalk schedule the rest of the way, and Dallas has some fucking problems uh, in their schedule. So, uh, yeah, Dallas and Rams, I agree with you, Panther. Uh, mm-hmm. Not looking great heading into the back end of the season. Yeah, and then, you know, and that kind of transitions into what we're going to talk about next is Seattle and San Francisco going at it tonight. All right. Thanks. Keep me on task. We do have Fun. Seattle at San Francisco. Right. <laughs> Seattle at San Francisco. The spread here opened up Seattle plus six and a half, San Francisco minus six and a half. And now it is San Francisco minus six. Hmm. You know, I've, I've already waved the white flag for the week in NFL betting. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to go chasing a bet just because I feel like I need a win. So saying that, prefacing it that way, I am betting this game because I do have a good feel about it. Uh, recency tells you that the Niners struggled to beat the Cardinals in Arizona last week, and that's true. They did, right? Uh, but they were in store for a letdown. I think we were talking about that last week. That you know, we, we knew that they weren't going to you know necessarily lose, but they you know Cardinals play them tough. Uh, Seattle is boasting a seven and two record, but most of their wins have been close ones, and just due to the sensational hero play of Russell Wilson. In reality, the Seahawks have a ton of issues on their O line. I talked about the Rams O line. Seattle's got O line issues as well. I don't know how they manage tonight against that Niners defense. They have four of the top twelve defensive linemen in the league, and and three of the top eight. Statistically, San Francisco, uh, I, I know offensively they haven't been this juggernaut, but they, they've clicked. They've got running game. Garoppolo's doing what he needs to do. I'm a little worried that the, uh, Kittles is out uh, or he's doubtful for tonight, uh, you know, at tight end. But overall, they're, they're looking like a good team. So this is probably be the week that I bet on the 49ers and they shit the bed. Uh, but I'm going to do it. I will bet the 49ers here. Yeah, this is you – know, first, I want to touch on um, the NFL's incredible schedule-making, right? You, the 49ers last played on Thursday, Halloween night, <clears throat> and somehow they miraculously get a bye – you know, they get that extra time and then play on a Monday night. Like, I just can never figure out the, the NFL. So, without it even being a bye week, they've had, like, 11 days to get ready for this game. Um, you know <laughs> – the Niners' offense actually outscores the Seahawks by average by nearly two points per game. And their defense, I mean, the 49ers' defense is elite. Uh, they're giving up 12.8 points per game. And that, that has to figure in their last game when they played the Cardinals and they scored 25. Um, you know, the, the Niners are better at home. Last time they were home, they absolutely destroyed Carolina and Cam Newton. So the fact that they can handle – or it might have been Kyle Allen. Um, in, either, in, in either case, they can handle a mobile quarterback. Uh, so I don't know that Russell Wilson will give them much trouble. Uh, I, you know, I'm with Max here. The Seahawks tend to keep it close, but their defense is so porous. I mean, they give up 34, 20, 30, 28, 29. They're, they're giving up too many points. I think that puts too much pressure on Russell Wilson and that offense. I'm with Max here. I uh, like the 49ers and all the minor bets. Right, right. We know. <laughs> Man, it's uh, public and money are both on Seattle, so that little line shift seems to make sense from six and a half down to six. That, so that seems okay. I got to go with you guys. I don't know if I'm going to bet this one. I was leaving this one pretty hard. San Francisco minus the six. I think they can do it. 
I'm surprised that the public and money are both coming in on Seattle. So significant. Recency. Again, Man, uh, yeah. p- people just saw that. Uh, say, oh, well, the Niners are slipping. They only beat the Cardinals by three. The Cardinals are a bad team. The Cardinals aren't a bad team. Right. No, no, they're not. And especially in Arizona, they're not a bad team. So I, I think that's it. I mean, the, the public is, is seeing this, this recency. It's like, you know, they're, they're waiting for Russell Wilson. They're waiting for Seattle to be that juggernaut. Uh, and, you know, honestly, I think Seattle's been better on the road <laughs> than they have at home this season. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, everyone's waiting for the shoe to fall on, on the Niners. I've been waiting for, what, four weeks now, and it hasn't happened yet. Uh, so that's why I was joking. May- maybe it does happen this week, but everything's pointing for me for the Niners to get a big win on Monday night at home. Yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to uh, imagine Seattle getting a win tonight. Yeah, I'll do it then. I'll follow you guys. Why not? <laughs> I'll bet it. We'll make it a kiss. We'll make it a proper kiss of death. I don't know if I've bet a Monday night football game all year, but we'll do it here. This will damn near lock up that division too. Niners win this, that division's over. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I, the Niners do have a, a couple of tough games. I, you know, we start talking about the the, the sixteen row season. They do have got a couple of hard games coming up. I'm, I'm looking at that Ravens game. That's going to be a fucking Epic one, right? Uh, Niners yeah. Ravens in a couple weeks. Uh, so they do. They've they've got a couple of hard games uh, coming up, but still, I think yeah, starting nine and zero. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's hard not to imagine them winning the West at that point. Hmm. If that online's any indication, it might shift down to five. You know, five and a half. It might. They're leaning that way. So. Keep an eye on that. Maybe you can, if you like San Francisco, maybe sit on it just a little bit longer. If you like Seattle, probably take it now. Uh, five and a half would be nice. I <laughs> know, yeah, I know. Four, 44 and a half is where the total opened. It's, it's 47 now. Oof. And the public and money are on the over. I, I kind of like the under here slightly. Slightly under 47. I think I think it's a, a, a little bit of a... Uh, a lower scoring game that, than we have seen from the Niners. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, I kind of like the under, but yeah, this, this, this isn't anything I feel passionate about. No. Yeah. It's got to write it right around 27, 20, 27, 21. If you wanted to hit the over, I, you know, I, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was around that, you know, the, the Seahawks defense has been really, really bad. Um, they're giving up, you know, damn near 25, 30 points a game. This is whether or not can they get to, to 20 points against that Niner defense. I think they kind of can. I I wouldn't bet it, but I would probably lean the over. Yeah, I'm with you, Panther. I'm gonna I'm not betting it, but I think 47, it's it's a good line. It's a really good line. I, I'll I'll lean the over ever so slightly. All right. So that's it for the NFL. Max, is there anything in the NBA jumping out at you? A couple of games, really. Uh we'll, we'll um uh... Talk about Timberwolves at Pistons. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about this. Just saw the line come in plus one point five. Uh, you know, before Carl Anthony Towns was suspended, the Timberwolves were just absolutely rolling. They've lost now three of four. Their lone win was an OT win over the Warriors. Uh, granted, they lost last night in OT against the Nuggets, uh, but it just seems like they've lost the rhythm a bit. I, I expect them to get some of their rhythm back against an inconsistent Pistons team that's welcoming back Blake Griffin. So you'll see how that dynamic goes in game one. Uh, I'm just, I, I think that Minnesota gets the win 
uh, straight straight out, but I'm not going to bet that. I'll, I'll take the point and a half there and, and bet the T Wolves. All right. This is this is a tough game. You know, Blake does come back, but guard play on both sides. You know, Jeff Teague and Shabazz Napier are both been out. Uh, Derek Rose is out. Frazier's out uh, for the Pistons. I mean, they've been you know relying on guys like Luke Kennard, um, who's a scorer, but not really much of a uh, a playmaker. I wouldn't be surprised if Blake gets a lot of ball handling. Um, you know point forward kind of responsibilities. Uh, he, he's a great passer, a uh, good distributor of the ball. I, I could, But it's his first game back. I wouldn't be surprised if he's probably maybe on a minutes cap here. Um, I don't trust Minnesota right now. I'm going to lean Minnesota, um, but otherwise off this game. Yeah, I'm off this game too. It's a little too tight for me, that one and a half. I need more if I'm going to take Minnesota. That's for sure. Cool. Uh, not a lot of data on that because it just came on the board. So. Just came on the board. Yeah. Uh, here's one you might like: Rockets at Pelicans. Missiles have won three. They've covered three straight after dropping those two eggs to the Nets and the Heat. New Orleans they got to win on Saturday night against uh, their former team uh, team name, the Hornets. Uh, but overall, <laughs> this is just a young team. They're trying to get some experience. They're waiting for the return of Zion, their number one pick. It's a team that Houston should come into, beat up. Uh, on, you know, and even if they relax at the end of the game, they should still cover this one. Um, assuming that New Orleans has some crazy strip clubs for, for Jimmy Harden, but um, Chicago <laughs> didn't do anything to him. So I'll, I'll bet the missiles here. I think they, uh, they cover this one. Yeah, if anything, I think that five maybe feels a little light. Um, Houston can score. And, you know, like he, Max mentioned, they're on a three-game winning streak. And in that three-game winning streak, albeit playing – relatively bad teams they've actually kind of played a little bit of defense so that that's kind of a plus going in their you know favor new orleans just has so many injury problems he mentioned zion lonzo goes day to day they don't really know what the hell to do with jaleel okafor they don't play him enough minutes kind of gets under my skin because i think okafor can be a real monster um so yeah the, the five points actually feels a little light dare i say but we, we I, I, I don't think so. Good. You know, honestly, if you've been looking at their lines lately, the, the the Rockets have not been getting those big lines, even against these subpar teams. It's been in that five to six range. I think this is on par with what Vegas thinks they are based off of they know they can score, but they know they also give up a lot of points uh, mm-hmm. against bad teams. So I think this line is is kind of where Vegas has been putting the, the Rockets lately. It might change if they get another blowout win tonight, though. Yeah, well, if you think it's right, well, I think it's a gift then because I think Houston wins by double digits. I'll jump on the missiles. Okay. I'm off this game. I do not like this game at all. I I don't see any indication it's a trap. Public and money are on, on the Rockets. The line's moving in the right direction. Open to four. It's five now. Uh, yeah, I just don't like it because I can envision a scenario easily where the Pelicans can cover it, but I can also envision the Rockets win by 20. So I'm off this game. Alright, uh, one last one for me. Uh, Jazz at Warriors. Uh, Warriors, they're losing games, but they're not getting blown out each night. No. Really, they're playing tight. Uh, Jazz, on the other hand, they're winning, but they're not winning by a lot. And the Jazz have not fared that well on the road this season. I think Utah gets the win tonight. I don't think they cover. I'll bet the Warriors and take those points. Yeah, and then um, there is a chance... Better than 50% probability that Draymond will return tonight. Uh, so, you know, does he become the de facto point forward? 
because D'Angelo um, has, you know, he's been shooting, but I don't know that he's been passing the ball a lot. Everybody else on the team is a bunch of guns, a bunch of shooters. Oh, talk faster. You know. Talk faster. <laughs> the line is shifting. The line uh, is shifting. Yeah, and I'm going to imagine it's shifting worse for Golden State mm-hmm. or better for Golden State. They're probably getting more points. No. Um, really? It's yeah, eight and so, a half now. It's down to eight and a half. We just saw a point and a half shift just happen just now. It's Golden State plus eight and a half. That means they probably just announced Draymond will play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, man, you know what? Eight and a half. If that line keeps going down, I'd actually bet Utah. At double digits, I would have been on Golden State plus the points. If that line's going to keep going down, I'd wait on it. I'd, I would jump on Utah because I think Utah's a, a touchdown better. So otherwise, I'll, we'll just put me down for being off this game. Okay. I'll take Golden State right now at eight and a half, but that's it. That's a key. If it drops any lower, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pull. I agree with you, Panther. Jeez. What? Eight and a half is down to you now? Eight and a half at five dimes at bet 365 at bookmaker at bet online. Oh God, I had this at 11 before. Man, no, it's plummeting right now live. God damn. Oh, bet it's 365 took it off the board. It's, it's got to be a confirmation, Draymond. Yeah. Yeah, I still have this. I still got this at 10 right now. Yeah, Let's it's, refresh. It's not 10. I had it at 11, man. Man. Like an hour ago, I had it at 11. <laughs> no, no, it's, a... it's down to nine. Yeah, it's, it's plummeting fast. Oh, there oh, it is. It's Jesus. eight and a half officially at Bet365 right now. Yep. Man, wow. I should have locked that in at 11. I still, I still like it as eight and a half, but that's it. You still like it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> at 10, that was a – I really like it. All right. The 10 was amazing. Yes. <laughs> that, that's it for you? That's it for me. Panther? Jeez, I don't even why you look if the Celtics are playing you might as well just put it on your list to at least talk about it, even if you're not going to bet it this is the game of the night right Dallas at Boston uh I'm showing Boston minus four yep uh, man you know it's still the uh Porzingis and Luca show for for the Mavs uh Boston has just been I mean just red hot just red fucking hot they went on that three game road trip um pretty much took care of business everywhere they went uh look four points doesn't really scare me. Um, I just think there's too much depth in Boston. Dallas doesn't have enough guns. I will jump on the Irish Celtics minus four. You, you know, if I don't bring up a game involving the Celtics, there's a reason I don't bring up that game is because I don't feel great about it. Uh, the Celtics, they found that groove, but they need to find a new one. And that existence, is, you know, that doesn't have Gordon Hayward in it for the foreseeable future. I know it's a non-shooting hand. Uh, but he's going to be out for a while. They're going to have to figure out a way to win. They do have a lot more depth than Dallas does, I believe. Uh, but Dallas is 4-0 on the road this season and 4-0 against the spread on the road this season. I will, I'll lean the Celtics here, but I don't, I don't feel great about this one, man. Yeah, I, 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 this was one I put a question mark on because I'm leading the Celtics pretty hard. See, I got one more. You know, game. when, yeah, when you guys bet the Celtics and I lean them, they usually win. I'm just yeah, saying that. Yeah, yeah, I just <laughs> when I when I dip my toe in the water on the Celtics and you guys bet them, they seem to win. There you go. Well, there we go. That's the it's your path through the East, right there. Now I'm going to bet the Celtics. I think they still can't cover by by the four. I think they can do it. I'm going to bet them. All right. Uh, there's there's only six games today, so I'm just going to touch them all. The next one is the Grizzlies at the Spurs. Is this right, Arch? I'm seeing Spurs minus 11. That's right. I, I'm uh, <laughs> baffled the fuck out of me, man. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm what what the hell does Vegas see? I mean, I know Memphis isn't great. They've lost four of five, but I mean the Spurs they're not blowing anybody out. They lost three of their last four. Uh they're giving up points. They gave up a shit ton to Boston Sands Gordon Hayward. He got injured real early in that game. Um yeah, eleven points. I'll I'll take the Grizzlies here. Yeah, that that was my problem, right? Is is you know, Memphis has been getting some friendlier lines. Uh, I just think now that they've had a couple of back-to-back blowouts, Vegas is going the extreme on this one because I, I don't see the Spurs as a double-digit favorite yet, right, at all of the season. Uh, and they're 1-5 against the spread at home. It's not like the Spurs are killing it at home. Uh, but there's something weird about this one to me. I like Memphis. I just don't know if I can trust them. Uh, I'll lean the Grizzlies here. It's nice, but there's something weird if the Spurs are 11-point favorites. Yeah, very weird. I, I'm way too far apart on Vegas to bet this comfortably. So, yeah, I was kind of sit, I'm kind of you know sitting this one out because it, it just like you, Max, it scared me off. I, I, I don't know know exactly what's going on because it seems like a no-brainer. You should take Memphis plus the 11. Slam dunk. Yeah, it's almost like Vegas is daring us to, which, you know, I, I bought into it. Yeah, but yeah. But San Antonio well, hasn't played one. You'll, you'll cash in. Every time I think the Vegas is one step ahead of us in the NBA, they show that they're not necessarily. <sighs> we got one more last one. This is this is interesting. Toronto just was at the forum, right? They just mm-hmm. played the Lakers last night. <laughs> and they're going to stay there and play the Clippers. This is fantastic. This is, this is good schedule making, NFL. Learn a thing. Um, the line seems really heavy to me. And the only reason I can think that the Clippers are this big of a favorite is there's been indications that Paul George will win tonight. No confirmation um, that I've seen. but And, and I trust me, I'm paying attention. He's on my fantasy team. So um, this line could go different directions pending what they say about Paul George. But look, even if Paul George plays, 10 and a half seems like way too many. Um, I'm jumping on the Raptors plus those points. See, uh, before you were about to say that, I did want to also let you know that Kyle Lowry is out. He broke his thumb. He's got a fracture in his thumb, so he's he's not going to play tonight. He he was out last night when they beat the Lakers. Yeah, but still, it's the Lakers. Yeah, no, they're fine. They, they, They... Took care of Lowry. Van Fleet played very, very well in Lowry's. He's he's very uh, capable of taking over for Lowry while he's out for the next two or three weeks. Okay, uh, I'll actually lean the Raptors here. <laughs> I, I can't bet it, but I'm with you. I do think it's a tad bit too much. Uh, but the Lowry thing is what is pulling me back from from placing a bet here. Gotcha. I, I, I'm not that strong. I can't resist two ten and a half, eleven point lines. I just can't. I, I'm I'm taking the Raptors as well. That's a bet. Public and money both on the Raptors, too. Huh. Interesting. I didn't think that. I thought this would be brand name recognition time. Everybody just takes the Clippers and feels like they're so smart. Nope. Okay. I always get a chuckle when we say Clippers and brand name recognition. <laughs> 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 That's not what comes to mind. <laughs> no, no, it's, it it's really isn't. For the better part of a decade, though, right? I mean, you, you had you had that Blake Griffin team with, with, with uh, you know, Chris Paul. I mean... Mm-hmm. The, the Clippers, for uh, as long as Doc Rivers has been there, they've, they've been a, a, a brand name. Uh, now, before that, 
they were a different kind of <laughs> different kind of brand. Listen, I'm going back to uh, I'm dating myself here. Charles Smith. Do you remember Charles Smith before he was a Nick? He was on the Clippers. He averaged like 30 points per game. Yeah, uh, that team That's was one of the worst back. teams I ever watched like play basketball. And and Charles Smith was not a good basketball player, and he averaged thirty points per game because the Clippers were that bad. Yeah, uh, that's the entire NBA. Max, you got any NHL picks? Well, there's two games tonight, so I'll quickly touch upon them because we're we're running at such a, a, a lean show right now. So we might as well just you know keep adding to the time. Right, uh, yeah, sen- yeah. Sen- <laughs> Senators, Senators at Hurricanes. Uh, Ottawa's won three of five, including an upset win on at home over the Hurricanes on Saturday. Hurricanes, they've dropped four in a row, including two home games to the lowly Devils and Rangers. Senators are not a very good team on the road, but there's definitely some value in betting them here. I think, uh, you know, Carolina needs to right the ship. They, you know, they should. I'll lean the Hurricanes here, but I would not be mad at you if you wanted to take a value play on the Senators. The other game is a nightmare matchup for me because these are the two teams in the NHL that have consistently been making me money. Coyotes at Capitals. Arizona, they've lost three close games in a row. The Capitals haven't lost in ages. I do not remember the last time the Capitals have lost a game. Uh, But it's time to buy in the bad, sell in the good. I think the Coyotes get a win today. It's a very nice value. I'll bet Arizona. Those are Max's salty picks. All right. Let's recap this and call it a day. We're all on the San Francisco 49ers. Minus the points against Seattle. In the NBA, Max is on the T-Wolves. Plus the point and a half. Panther and I are both going to take the Celtics. Minus the four against the Mavs. Panther is on the Grizzlies. Plus 11 against the Spurs. Max and Panther are both on the Missiles. Minus five against the Pelicans. Max and I are on the Warriors. Plus eight and a half against the Jazz. And Panther and I are both on the Raptors, plus 10.5 against the Clippers. That's it. That is it. Hey, head over to Discord. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at Betting Absolute or on Facebook at Sports Betting Degeneracy or Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. That is the name of the show. The very show you are listening to on such fine stations as Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Libsyn. No matter where you listen to us at, please Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Monday. Panther, take us home. It's Monday. We got that whole cold front coming in, taking over the damn country. You got snow coming into Indiana, Ohio, Michigan. You know, it's going to head over to Max's World tomorrow. So, uh, hey, seems like a good time to stay indoors, make some sports bets, watch some basketball, watch some Monday night football. Jump on Discord. Let us know how you did yesterday. What you got going on today. And when it's all said and done, kids, make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.